So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey everyone, what's up? This is Oel. And this is Sway. Yes, of MarriedPreneurLife.com. And you're listening to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. Podcast. What episode go. is this? Listen, we are on episode 105. Yes, and this is where we help high-achieving married entrepreneurs to get more clarity, create more income, and leave a lasting legacy. Right, we are legacy builders. And do you know what today is? Well, it's not today. It's actually the day that we are releasing this on that day well, how do we say it when you're going to hear this as it first available when it's first available right it'll be that day you know what that day is maybe we should tell them y'all check it out it is our t-e-n mm. year anniversary right crazy like 20 years together 10 years married and this journey is just getting started like we have Woo! Been through a lot. I learned a lot. We've accrued a lot of interest. <laughs> yes, we have. And over the years, the last ten years, um, literally of just of being married, we have we married started off as married preneurs, right? So pretty much, um, it's been a lot of journeying, a lot of lessons, like rich, rich lessons that I wish, like. I would have known or some people would have told us or just given us a heads up um, prior to but it's been so it's been such a rich time of learning together and so what we decided to do in celebration of our 10 year anniversary is to literally do like a 10 year want to call it like a 10 year roundup <laughs> yeah so we're basically going to round up recap we're going right to do now. a roundup but, we're, but, but for you all's mm-hmm. benefit we're going to give mm-hmm. 10 lessons we've learned in 10 years yeah I think some of the I would say the top 10 we've been thinking top hard 10. about this we could probably go uh, on for another 30 but definitely yeah it's been it's been amazing it's been yes. an amazing ride so let's let's get right to it shall let's we let's jump right in okay so number one Happiness is not the goal. No. Faithfulness is. Wait, what? Are you sure about that? Yep, yep. So, obviously, we live in a society and a culture that makes us feel like, hey, it got to make me happy. got to make me happy. But I remember when we were living like roommates, and I say Mm -hmm. that because we were like two ships passing in the night, and everything was almost like we were just splitting bills. Mm -hmm. That can't happen, by the way. Mm -hmm. And so, living like that, it created, um, it's almost like we didn't really have any oil in the engine. It was like we were just doing what was the bare necessities to make sure that neither one of us was being evicted, that we had a place to live. And so... You said being evicted. Yeah, you know, like we were just basically living like roommates. And so we were just sharing in the bills and Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. And the deal about that is, is that oftentimes there was points during that period where I can't say that I felt like had a feeling of sort of top of the mountain feeling. Like I was just always bubbling over with happiness, but it was really about... What was the commitment? What was the goal? What was the, what was the vows that we took? And 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 mm. and so much of that really has to do with being faithful to what you said you were going to do, mm. being faithful to what you said you were going to do, even as it pertains to the business. And so, oftentimes, mm. there's going to be different challenges that were in our business, and we had had 
We have had mm. many. Oh my. And the reality is it was like, nope, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna remain, I'm gonna continue to put forth mm-hmm. 110% effort, gonna continue to fight, even if I don't feel quote unquote, quote unquote, mm-hmm. happy. And mm-hmm. so happiness was not the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great when you do feel happy, but that's not the goal. The goal is to do what you said you were gonna do, mm-hmm. both in the business and in the marriage. And so we chose faithfulness it was like no we're gonna be faithful to what we said we were gonna do yeah and and that didn't come with just by saying it i know it's easier said than done but we put the work in um and we continue to put the work in i don't think you ever stop putting the work in but it does it does get i feel for us at this point it does get easier you have some momentum you have you know the wind behind you at a certain point i mean knowing each other for a good 20 years like we really there is a momentum there is some momentum right there um and and lots of uh, counseling like that first year of marriage we um we made sure that we did maintenance and going into the second year too. And then I know we recently moved, but if we find somebody like we're all about, you know, getting, getting right, you know, being around wise people, um, wise counselors, um, any area of life. So marriage, that that's no exception. Okay. So number two, the second one is effective communications begins with humility. Um, that's another huge lesson. I remember (laughs) one time we were in the car just going back and forth and the discussion was getting so heated. Like it was like, what? Well, I'm, we're trying to, I'm saying one thing and then you're going back and forth with that. And I'm going back and forth and we're just getting hotter and hotter. Right. Next thing you know, you start, I remember you started like going off on a tangent, like, well, I don't like how you did that. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's like talk about the first thing first. If you don't like that, then we'll get over there. But let's figure out what the resolve is over here. Like there, that, that's our whole purpose is to figure this, this one thing out and then we can go to the next thing. And I remember, and this was a heated conversation y'all in the car. So it wasn't like we can just walk away. We're driving. And, um, I remember you said to me, you were like, that was very mature of you. Like your whole tone just, <laughs> it just changed. And I was like. Well, thank you. And I'm thinking that's mature of you to even say that's mature of me in such a heated conversation. But that really took humility for you to stop and listen to say, to hear what I was saying and for you to say that was mature of me. But then I'm like, that's mature of you to even acknowledge that being mature of me. So mm-hmm. once again, just effective communication, literally it be- begins with humi- humility. Yes. And number three, which we would share is you're probably more selfish than you think. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll never forget when we first um, we were doing our premarital counseling mm-hmm. and one of the um, counselors that we had, I'll never forget, she said, you know, she she, she gave an example of mm-hmm. of giving and just being one who really is trying to, you know, um, cater to your spouse. Mm-hmm. And she said, like, as an example, when you go to the kitchen, instead of getting yourself a drink, ask your spouse, do you want a <laughs> drink? Now, that sounds very simple and probably very elementary, mm-hmm. right? But the reality is that oftentimes we can get into such a rut of doing the bare minimum mm. that we feel like well I'm here well I did this part well I did that well and we think okay we've done the baseline of what we're supposed to do as a husband or as a wife and so there's mm. nothing else to do and so then what happens is when we get into that rut and this happened with me mm. at different points I would go into the kitchen and get something to drink and mm. then I would come back and you'd be like you didn't ask me if I wanted something mm. I'm like and I didn't even realize it Mm-hmm. Because in our minds, we can think of all the other sacrifices that we're making, mm. not realizing that we still do things mm-hmm. selfishly, even though we may be totally sacrificial in a, in a different area. So mm-hmm. you're probably more selfish than you realize. Oh, that's so good, husband. Um, it's basic but profound, definitely. Um, okay, the next thing. Agreement won't come easy, but it makes everything easier. And I would say this. Over the years, we definitely have had different... Um, opinion difference of opinions and some things were small things but some things were larger things and 
I realized that there were times when we would just disagree about something and it really wasn't a resolve, but it was just like, all right, whatever. But even that we realized that okay you know what we're gonna go ahead and disagree about this thing and if it was something that was so big there were many times that we would come back later on and we would you know we would realize that our our opinion about it changed um or one of our opinions like my opinion changed or your opinion and we would as we can i know i would continue i bring something up if i really want to understand something if i don't if i'm really if i feel really strongly about something a point and i realize that you don't agree with that and i but i'm so committed to it i really want to understand why you don't think the way that i think (laughs) like that has been like a, a, a pattern that i've seen for myself anyway but i may not we may not have the conversation all at that one time but I know when I've come back my um you make say you know what I see what you're saying and I think sometimes it's just been feeling like I just want to under I want to know that you hear me that you hear what I'm saying and then for you as well I don't know you can speak to that but I know for me whenever you said okay I may not agree with you on this thing because but I do see where you're coming from and that actually let me know it wasn't about so much about agreeing but I mean um being on the same page with everything but agreeing that it's okay to disagree on 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 some of those things that don't that are not like deal breakers Mm -hmm. absolutely okay yeah that's a real deep one Mm -hmm. and so the next one um the next one being number five is intimacy starts long before the bedroom intimacy starts long before the bedroom (laughs) this is uh kind of a it's kind of a jokey joke between us but it's 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 truth in any case Mm -hmm. that Oftentimes, particularly as husbands, we can feel like, man, it's been so much dealing with the day and this, that, and the other. And then we brush our teeth, put on our pajamas, and then we want to then pursue intimacy once we have gotten into the bed for the for the evening. And I know with you, oftentimes, you'd be like, you haven't hooked me all day. You haven't done this all Listen, day. Listen, y'all, we're and then you'll say, together all day and long. Then say, right, we're, we're <laughs> and then you'll say, right, you be treating me like one of your dudes all day. And then when it's time to go to bed, you want to be all on my on my side of the bed. And hug. I'm like, really? And that's, like, hey, that's kind of... How are you? The thing you got to watch out for, particularly being married entrepreneurs, if you all spend so much time together, particularly the husbands, mm-hmm. is that you'll you'll think, well, we've been together all day, and you'll assume that for being intimacy. But proximity is not necessarily intimacy, mm. and so that's something that I have learned and am still learning. That's good. <laughs> yep. He's smiling. Okay, number six will be um, a profitable business is the product of a profitable marriage now there now let me just make a disclaimer like you can actually have a profitable business without a profitable marriage um but the thing is if you are married and you're doing business maybe your business is going really well how well is it really going if your marriage which it should be part of that, that, that foundation if your marriage is crumbling um that doesn't in in a profitable business at all like if there's a crack in the foundation there will be a crack it will ultimately seep through on everything else that's built on top of that foundation which being the business being built on that foundation so the goal is always about wholeness like really making sure that we're whole because there's no point in having a banging business and it's just and our marriage is crumbling yeah i was just gonna say you know assuming all things being equal Mm -hmm. to that point a profitable marriage will definitely uh, spawn a profitable business, assuming all things being equal, right. etc. But that's not necessarily the case in reverse. A profitable business does not necessarily mean that you'll have a profitable marriage. Mm-hmm. And when we say profitable, we don't mean it in, in a very superficial way. We mean it in a meaningful mm-hmm. way. Wholeness. That's the word that comes to my mind. Wholeness. Okay. And the next one. Yes. And 
So the seventh thing that we'd like to share with you guys is there will always be more business to do. Don't forget why you started why you started it or, or, or why you started it in the first place. And so um, going back to a time when we took our um, when we were taking um, Hebrew classes and we really learned just the importance of a Sabbath and, and instituting one and having that time of rest. And not in a legalistic way. No, not in a legalistic way, definitely. But in a way that mm-hmm. says, you know, we want to delight ourselves in what God has given us as well as delighting ourselves in him. And so having that time of rest, it really makes sure that as married entrepreneurs, we're not worshiping Mm. the quote unquote empire that we're building, Mm. but that we're actually uh, treating time, treating family, treating um, the goodness of God in a way that says Mm. we we are really appreciative and nothing Mm -hmm. uh, temporal will take its place of that which is more eternal, that which Mm. is um, more true. And so come business or what have you, mm-hmm. it's so important. And we've learned to institute a Sabbath. And actually, it actually makes you sharper yeah. in all the other areas of your life by having that time of rest. So good. It's on a regular basis. It's so good. Okay, the next one is so um, this has really helped us. Never allowing the word divorce to come out of our mouth. This actually has um, curbed our conversations, our heated conversations. So we've been in situations where, you know, you just disagree as husband and wife, you disagree about something, you don't like something, you're in a bad mood, whatever. And been in a heated conversation, but you know what? And I said this to you earlier and I'll say it again. So everyone else could hear. I've always, I felt this way about you when I, I know I felt safe sharing, um, being very transparent with you being, becoming even allowing myself to show anger, to show that. And I realized I don't, necessarily I don't easily do that in my relationships like friendships I don't easily do that um and Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of that has to do with trust and trust being do I trust them to not walk out or reject or abandon if I if I show my anger if I show Mm -hmm. my you know my my true feelings and um I realized with you over the years like I have um I've always trusted your character. I mean, there have been times, even before we got married, that we have ups and downs. I mean, 10 years, y'all, listen. There's <laughs> a lot happened in 10 years. Um, we've had ups and downs then, and and then even even now, in realizing that I, I can still trust that same character. And so um, that, that you're never going to be like, okay, we'll just throw the word divorce out there because you get so upset. And you've seen me angry. And I've se- oh, I've seen you angry. And... And that's never, I've never, I've never like thought that that would ever be, because that's something that we talked about before we got got married as one of our, our tenants of our marriage, if you yes. will, the pillars, um, that divorce is never an option. And so that also means that we don't even throw that word around. We don't even use that word, especially if we're, you know, upset with each other or, you know, we don't even, we don't even talk like that because it's just not an option for us. And so um, I would just say that that actually has, has been a blessing for me just realizing that. I can trust um, your character. So really, that lesson is never allowing divorce in the conversation. Right. And what's funny is the only time we use the word divorce is when we talk about not using the word divorce. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. So bringing us now to the ninth thing that we'd like to share with you guys, and that is you don't start at the, you, you don't start at the end, but you do start with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. And so you remember when we first got married, we had air mattresses. You probably have heard the story, guys, where we, I told you. Or there are some people that may be new. That, that, that may be new. Yeah. So we have four twin-size air mattresses. <laughs> Imagine. And we stack them side by side. Imagine. And in case you're wondering, that creates a California king. And so <laughs> Ask us we how have those we know. mattresses. 
and we would go to sleep on top and then wake up because some of the air would sleep out in the middle on the ground. <laughs> but one time we were sitting in the middle of the floor. And I remember I was like, once we got married, like that once, first, yeah, this couple is like of our weeks. first, probably our first thirty days within marriage. Yeah, I said, um, I, have to move. I said, um, I said, what if, what if, uh. Can I tell the story? Yeah, go, go, go. Okay, you were like, man, we were looking around, sitting on this mattress. We had no furniture yet. And I was like, no, you said, man, what if what if this is all we had? What if this is all we had? And then um, I was like, so do we have something else? Is there something else that we have that I don't know about? And you were like, no, no, I, I guess not. And I was like, well, if you got an account somewhere, like, let me know what's up. Because you acting like you got, you know, some something stashed and... You were like no, but it was like your your reality of what you saw. My perspective and, was not confined to where we were. Exactly, and so that it just it makes me chuckle with at it now because I'm like you saw where we were going. Um, so you had the end in mind, but it, what we knew we both knew that it wasn't going to be an overnight thing that we were going to be like okay, well it's going to happen. You know, we're just going to grow and we're just going to get there tomorrow or next week. And we knew that, so we started with the end in mind, but we did not think that where we were starting it was going to look like the end. You know, as far as the end result and so we knew where everybody has to start from zero and we were willing to do that continuing to grow in that as well too and the 10th one is um check in often stay inquisitive so i remember in one of our marriage counseling um premarital counseling sessions um the counselor was like you know what um something that you want to always make sure you do is just keep checking in with each other and i was like okay i didn't really understand what that meant but now i get it because we're always changing we're always growing but just not to take each other for granted and saying okay did like did you do you still like this did you change or what do you think about this now are your thoughts different about this and do you still feel instead this of assuming way? that we're in the same place that that we were when we first got married because we hardly ever are yeah people listen we're growing we're learning we're updating and we want to continue to find out how our spouse is growing learning and updating yeah so hopefully you all have enjoyed this anniversary rendition of the maripreneur life podcast and uh, we hope that you continue to join and enjoy the journey as we continue on um on this journey of marriage and business together yes so there you have it 10 lessons in 10 years and if you guys have found this to be a benefit of course you know you can subscribe rate and review mm -hmm. And we look forward to seeing you all on the next episode. Yes. All right. You all have a good one. If you um, want some more details about other things that we have coming up, check out the show notes. You're going to be surprised. All right. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> and so we have a quick PS for you because there's so many lessons that we've experienced and learned over the last 10 years. And we really tried to put it in one in one episode and it is in one episode but we just wanted to add on a few other things as reminders because they're just too good to pass up yes and this one right here is so good and that is don't try to make the other person like you mm. and be secure in who you are and be confident in who they are mm. that it's going to bring overall brilliance to what you two do together and for me what that looks like is a little bit different from what you just said sure. but for me that looks like for example i may be the one who um, is the planner in our marriage right and so there have been times when i've gotten frustrated because i'm like well why are you waiting for me to do it well why don't you pick up the whatever phone laptop and you go plan our trips and you go do this right and but then i realized those times when you do attempt to do that like that's not that's not your strong that's not your strong point but then likewise you may come to me and try to have me to do some of the things that are not my strong point and then we're both end up fr being frustrated so i have to learn 
okay, whatever is like works for me, that's what I do. Whatever works for you, that's what you do. And we have to be on the same page with that. So um, instead of trying to like, <laughs> trying to force each other to be like the other person. Right. Yeah. So that was, that's like, that was set at a set us free, set me free. On this many, is so good because it's so occasions. common. Oh my goodness. That has helped me so much. Okay. So we just didn't want to pass that up, that golden nugget. Another one, uh, another one is listen, when God speaks, listen. Like that's just the lesson <laughs> when he speaks. Yeah. Listen, and it's uniquely important, especially as uh, a husband. I know like when the Lord spoke to you uh, mm-hmm. about several things in particular mm-hmm. that it bore witness with my spirit, but not to take the position of, well, he didn't come to me first, or I didn't get that quote unquote download mm-hmm. to then say, well, we're not going to move on it. We're not going to do it. That would really just be hindering mm-hmm. um, the blessing on the marriage. Yeah. And we're now seeing the fruit of that obedience. I mean, case in point, when God told me, he was like, you need to get up and move. I, he was like, basically, he told us to move out of our home. And I didn't know what that, I mean, I knew what that meant, but I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> and it, it's it's meant so many things since that time. And we'll have to Whew, there'll be episodes that we'll have to just like unload that but um just just being able to come to you and say oh my goodness husband this is what god said we need to leave and literally seven days after that we were out of our house and it was all of a supernatural thing it made no sense it was no logical thing in that but as a result looking back on that we can see that was the hand of god and then had people always ask man you guys are on the same page y'all are in sync with it. i'm like well mm-hmm. we have to be um and for you to be able to say you know what i agree with that like i see that i know i like you evidently it bore witness with you so thank you for that um and so just being okay with regardless and that kind of takes it to our last point how it looks um it may it's likely not going to look like anybody else's marriage yeah and that's what yeah and so for that third point it's really about being comfortable in who you two are and who you're called to be Mm -hmm. and know that it's to your point what you just said it's not going to look like anybody else i think oftentimes we get into danger when we try to make our marriage or the steps of our marriage look precisely like everyone else's and that's just not going to be the case so Mm -hmm. the things that God has called us to do I mean really the first point of the second point that we just mentioned Mm -hmm. really have really led us to this part which Mm -hmm. is we're living God's design for our life Mm -hmm. and it's it it could be easy to get frustrated at one another but we're Mm -hmm. walking in this together in agreement Mm -hmm. and that's really where the pieces come from oh my goodness we speak about pieces I think we have to add one more bonus when we decided to move guys one of the things that we had to make sure that we were doing was not allowing strife in and so do you remember that conversation husband it was an ongoing conversation we would always say you know whenever we got it it got heated or like we just didn't under like just didn't understand each other or agree we would say okay well we would have to be so quick to forgive and mm-hmm. that really taught us and matured us quickly because we were like if there's any inf- unforgiveness in my heart or in your heart you know we can't hear the next instruction absolutely because if we can't forgive one another then how can we expect god to forgive us right, right? Exactly. and so we just would not we refuse to allow any strife in and so it sounded and it looked it probably even really crazy from the outside people looking at us and like knowing that we disagreed with something and we'd be like okay all right well i forgive you like that was it because we knew there was a bigger picture and we're like we're in the middle of this and we're living out of our suitcase and we're like need, we we can't afford to be out here in disobedience like we already out here but we got to be out here in faith and not in disobedience right. <laughs> so listen it was like a legit turnaround in my heart anyway um and a real a quick accelerated um maturation and in, in understanding how to quickly forgive and not going off of feelings but really going off of a decision and that's what forgiveness really comes down to so it's that's loaded but anyway we wanted to make sure we didn't leave those those nuggets out all right Okay, for real, for real, we out. Okay, have a good one, y'all. Peace. Okay, peace out.
And that is a wrap, guys. <laughs> so keep living powerfully, purposefully, and, and profitably, profitably in, in sync. sync. All right, have a good one. Until next time. Peace out.